Gather around friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I am your host, David. Hola, amigos. I am your friend, Philippe Amarine. <laughs> and Philip is here currently. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, trying to be Spanish. Uh, yes, I am coming to you from a brand new country. I'm in Spain, and we're mixing things around a little bit with my time away, uh, having guest hosts and doing little weird episodes. Uh, but it's fun. I'm currently recording from a hostel, and we might talk about that a little bit later. And uh, how you doing, Phil? I haven't talked to you in a little bit. I'm doing all right. It's been a little lonely without you. I'm not going to lie, but I feel like me and Nick did a good enough job last week. I'd, uh, I would. W- did you listen at least? <laughs> not yet, not yet. But I not promise yet. I will. I will. All right, fantastic. <laughs> That's all right. Well, but uh, it has been weird without you. I'm not going to lie. Uh, outside of that, though, uh, it's been all right. It's been a good couple of weeks. I'm glad that. That you're over there once again. I need to emphasize to everybody listening, tanning them cheeks, David. I'm oh, so glad oh. you're enjoying your vacation, fully a la nude, not a la mode, a la nude. I have to say, uh, I'm enjoying the lovely, warm Mediterranean weather. This is what I was oh, yeah. like. This is in my blood, quite literally, the Italian blood of mine. So I'm really, really enjoying being here. Speaking of tanning cheeks and being well on the beach. Uh, we were on the beach yesterday. The, the course that I'm doing involves uh, certain skills that can be that should be practiced in uh, in wide open spaces, and so a couple of us were on the beach yesterday practicing those skills. And you might see that on on my Instagram, not so much the Powwow Instagram, if you follow me. And uh, yeah, we had a, we had we were drawing a lot of attention. People were like, "Whoa, what's that? What are they doing?" Um, so that was fun. That was fun. You might hear it in my voice. I've clearly been out last night, recovering this morning. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, studying I feel like I sound... late into the hours, yeah, right? Late. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Studying so late. Out yeah. studying. That's what I'm mm. saying. You. I'm sure you can hear that uh, in my voice. I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm just exhausted from all that. All that well, education. You know Why don't you then? Why don't you take a little break? I'll take oh. over. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you just take a seat, rest your little weary voice, and I'll take over and I'll get, take a little interview with a friend of mine who I think we'll all have a good time getting to know. How about that? Sounds great. Let's do it. Well, thank you, David, and thank you, me, I guess, because we will be coming back here for an interview with one of my well, one of my high school friends, I guess, is uh, are the best way to to introduce you, Kylie. Yes. Um, it's been a while. Last time I saw you, we, I believe, was, well, we went out to that Peacock Park and uh, we were playing volleyball. Do you remember that? I, I want to say it was like a year after we graduated e- in 2013. Yes. And that was like the last time we as a group could get together, get our heads out of our asses. Yeah. And, and actually have something of a reunion, which was only one year I'm out. I'm pretty sure I got sand in my eye. Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember yeah. that. I think I remember the fallout from that. Oh, my God. Do you remember when me and you collided sophomore year in high school? Yes. We were doing something very what? similar to this. Yes. We were playing baseball cross with back- basketball, I believe. Oh my God. Yes. Was this in the gym? No, this was outside. outside. And like, I I think you had turned around and I was running towards you and I didn't even realize you were in front of me. And then we ended up getting interviewed because it was such a crazy impact. Yeah. I th- some Somebody's got video on that. Somewhere. I think I, I think I like ended up looking it up like probably at least six years ago, but I have gone like a weirdo on North Point's like 
to see if I can find stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good stuff there. So (laughs) that was the one good thing about them recording everything of our high school experience is that now you can go back and find all of those cringy moments that we, uh, we existed in. Yes. (laughs) Everyone is very amazed by some of the stories that I have to tell. And so I'm like, Thank God there's so much video and photo evidence because otherwise people wouldn't believe They us. wouldn't believe you. And mm-hmm. then also like the senior prank thing. There's there's tons of videos oh, that we have that, that we got so into good. trouble. I think I have an album like on my Facebook dedicated to the senior prank. The senior prank. And for those I planned that. Yeah, you did. You like were the you were the evil mastermind. So for our senior prank, we we went through and for all the rest of the classes, we we did various um well, I would say heinous activities. We didn't destroy but anything, no, but we definitely destroyed. like up. Uh, we, I guess the worst would be some teachers could not get into their rooms or desks they piled could, to the ceiling or if they could, the desks were piled to the ceiling, red um, everywhere, red everywhere as that was our senior class color. <gasps> we went on the roof and put and the banner up. That's right. There was a banner and, uh, and there was one, there was one Jim Halpert moment where we did have one teacher's desk entirely clearly plastic wrap yeah Yeah. oh i forgot about that one placed outside in perfect condition just outside (laughs) (laughs) and so uh they had to i believe if i remember correctly she at least had to do her entire first period outside her entire first class outside because she could not she couldn't teach uh, yeah inside and get it inside in, in enough time so We've had some activities. Good moments. Good moments. Yes. Good moments for sure. But now we're in a different space, different part of our life. That's why we're even having this interview. I'm obviously... 10 years later. 10 years later. <laughs> uh, we are now inside. Where are we right now? As people will be able to hear this, but they aren't able to see this glorious place I'm inside right now. We are in my brand new salon suite that is located inside Sola in Tempe. Mm-hmm. Um, I just moved in here at the beginning of August. And it looks fabulous. I'm not going to lie. I love that we've got a plant over there. We've got a, a plant decor over here. But of course, the, the stars of the show are, are the uh, are the hair treatment and uh, this very comfortable chair that I might take a nap in later. Yes. And that does scoot down. So it's perfect for... If it vibrates, I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm paying they rent. They do have it. those. They have ones that you just completely lay down and then it has like a back massager on it. But they're like six to eight thousand dollars yeah that's um i don't i i'd say that that's probably worth its money <laughs> maybe not at that as a hairdresser for me i'm like no <laughs> you guys they're not going to be here that long and then plus that encourages them to stay a little bit longer no no yes exactly <laughs> well i do have some questions even though david is not here with us today i do have some questions from him as well as myself so let's let's get started here my first question what first attracted you to cosmetology and what is daily enjoyment that comes as a result purely from your career that's a funny question because what my initial goal that made me go into it was just like I don't have to stand or sit at a desk all day. Like I get to be moving around. I get to engage with people face to face. I don't have to be on the phones. That's not my thing. Um, So just like being able to have like creative freedom as an artist that and, you know, make a decent living. That was one way that I knew that I could do that. And if I decided to go to college later on, I could support myself to do that. But um, what ended up being the best part about being a hairdresser is the connections that I make with people. Um, And you get people at a very vulnerable time because they need a change. Um, They're looking at themselves in the mirror and they're like, okay, something's not right. And then you have the opportunity to shape not only the outside, 
to represent how they feel on the inside, but you also can, you know, break down some barriers um, with them and help them gain confidence within themselves. So what I envisioned to be most fulfilling on a daily basis isn't what it ended up to be, but I'm very, very grateful that it ended up going that way. As a quick aside, is it the worst thing if somebody comes in and says, I don't know what I want and or, or do whatever you want with my hair? Is that, that like the worst? I My fiance will literally be like, you know, because I'm when you do things on social media, it doesn't look like you're working. It looks like you're like scrolling yeah. through Instagram or whatever. And he's like, you said that you're working. And I'm like, Dave, I am working. I have three clients that come in tomorrow. <laughs> and every single time they sit down, they're like, I, I, whatever you think I need is fine. No. So it's like, no, I don't mind it because the trust that that, that took for me to like get that, there, yeah. like that is amazing to just be like, whatever you do, I know I'm going to like, and I have no preference. Like, whoa. But at the same time too, when I have three of those people coming in, it's like, I, it, when, when you get like creative, like I, I, you get like a mind block almost. And it's mm. like, I don't even know where to begin. So I, I do my homework before some clients come in, but I don't mind it. I like it. All right, David's first question here. Have you decided on a name yet for your business and how did you come to it? Um, yes. My business name is Katie and artistry. Um, I just didn't want something that sounded like I'm, I just do Flip hair. I'm not a hairdresser. Like right. I'm not a service provider. I do art and it happens to be on your head. And you pay me for it. I needed something that described, you know, that I'm not your average hairdresser. This is more I'm in, in it for the art versus mm. and then KDN, obviously, those are my initials. So right. it just was me. Uh, was there any part of you that considered a new city to start your own business? Oh, like initially or like ever? I, I, this one's David's question, so I'd imagine though huh. ever really does uh, apply here. I know we talked prior to to us setting up for this interview, and you had even said uh, the idea intrigued you of cutting hair and and being on the go on a cruise ship because they do, <laughs> yes. they do have those those uh, provisions on cruise ships. Uh, maybe I mean, so that idea obviously struck you. Maybe were you like Portland? Portland is the place of hair. Um. Or I think that I had set, the thing that set me off from everyone else is I'm I was very close with people from high school and so I had been cutting their hair since sophomore year by the time I was graduated like I had clients that wasn't a sparkle in my eye really mm -hmm. because I was like I have my client base here I'm making great money why would I go anywhere else but Side note, I would go to Hawaii because it's too cold here during the winter. So, <laughs> so, so you'd be a uh, you'd be a seasonal bird who just goes <laughs> yeah. there when when it uh, when it fits you in the winter. Exactly. In the winter, wear a beanie, and then when Kylie comes back in the summer, she'll she'll trim it all. <laughs> yes. Uh, as far as location within Phoenix, how important was it to you to find a place close to your established client base? Ooh, that was the most important thing. Me oh. moving into this was me finally being selfish and saying, I know that I was centrally located for so long, but mm. you recently moved. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, I've always been in Phoenix for the most part. So yeah, I've tried to remain close to them, but I finally had to understand that me driving 45 minutes um, each way a day, it's cutting out an hour and a half out of my family time. And so now I'm 12 minutes away and I don't know why I didn't do this sooner, but 
Yeah, and and uh, it sounds like your client base has traveled with you. I mean, for, I haven't for lost them, one. Yeah, for them, one. for them, it's one day of whenever their normal hair cycle is for mm-hmm. you. That's that's work. That's daily. That's yes. an hour and a half out of your life just driving. Yeah, I understand. I'd imagine you have had prior relationships with a fair amount of your current clientele. Have you ever had a client you had not communicated with prior to an appointment? And if so, what is the most difficult obstacle working on someone new? It, it is a huge obstacle because I don't just do a one-size-fits-all thing when it comes to the work that I do. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time for me to put my foot down and say, I'm not doing your hair unless I've seen you before. So I actually re- require in-person consultations now oh, wow. because it's a good amount of money that you're spending. And I don't want to have the pressure of meeting someone for the first time. Maybe we're not a good fit, you know? And I have tons of other people that to recommend out to. I just, um, I'm luckily in that point where I A, don't get a lot of new people. And when I do, I can really be picky and choosy with who I have in my chair now just to protect the environment and the space and the vibe of everything. Yeah. Even like probably your brand of like everybody who you have would recommend you to 10 other people, but uh, you don't want that one person who just happened to come in on a, on a bad day for them. Like you said, didn't vibe and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how much time off do you allow yourself since you're your own boss? Uh, how do you like to spend it? On vacations. On vacations. Yeah. Or out on the lake, outside, not in four walls. So, um, so you only like to be restricted when it comes to business. When you're getting down to business, you've got four walls. But outside of that, yeah, great outdoors. Yeah. Like I'll take even just like, I mean, you know, you like to sit and have Netflix time and whatnot. Yeah. But while my body is able and all that stuff, I'm just trying to like not take that for granted. And yeah. I'm trying to use it, use it or lose it. So So my dad is a post office worker and I had never known prior to my mom marrying him that mailmen are very grateful for holiday tips or even something as simple as a baked goods around the holidays. And in the hairstylist business, I personally experienced both ways where there are those who expect and price their services for tips, while others say that their prices of of booking is flat, no tip wanted or expected. Where do you fall in that discussion? And for those like me who are aimlessly tipping, hoping that it's an appropriate amount, how much would you say is a fair amount to tip? Can I ask... Can we go back to your dad being a postal worker and yeah. getting tips? What? I didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah, no. Most people do not know that it's a seasonal thing where it's not It's not expected, of course. Nobody would ever say that. But if you think about it, it's one relationship that you have for an entire year that is such a thankless job that most people don't think about it, but it is... Literally didn't even think about it. And the UPS driver that went and recovered one of my packages a few mm-hmm. weeks ago... He had been on that same route for 10 years and like knew the neighbors knew when we moved in. I feel like I need to like leave and go find them and tip them $100 right now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, they, they protect your mail. They make sure that it gets to you and make sure that nobody comes in and steals the... the Him thing. finding that package was like, I was so Huge. grateful. This is this is a difficult thing. I'm a business owner. Yeah. So I get to dictate what I charge. I don't want to resent anyone at the end of the day and... So I don't expect tips. Um, A lot of hairdressers would disagree with me. A lot of business owners that are hairdressers would disagree with me. But I price accordingly and I feel fulfilled at the end of the day. But you can always bring me coffee. Oh, so that is the form of tip. Is, yeah, is but never ever 
don't think that I don't want coffee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or chicken nuggets, and then you can feed me chicken nuggets while I'm doing your hair. Oh, that's I, that's the best formative in my opinion. I just had some good vegan nuggets, which is, sounds like such an impossibility. From where? Uh, from the oven. Oh, <laughs> you bought them from the store? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Sprouts has... Uh, Sprouts, if you ever want to try anything healthy, my suggestion is, yes, you will pay for it, but Sprouts at least has the best version. So You're going to pay for it later on if you don't. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, in one way or another. Um <laughs> All right, so you have a wonderful little family that I always see on social media with two little ones. Were there any unexpected challenges being pregnant that affected your business? Oh, I always told everyone was so shook when I was like, hey, everyone, I'm having Ellie. And they're like, what? <laughs> you are, you're going to have kids? And I was, I've always told people that will never be planned. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. Um, yeah, I just... I was already renting a booth. And so then I decided that was my, she was my push to do everything, honestly. Um, really? I it was, it's very strange. Um, when I got the keys to here, I took a photo and I had bright green nails. Okay. That were glittered. Okay. Then I go through and I'm just trying to, you know, reminisce about where I started. And I was seven months pregnant with Ellie at the time when I signed the lease on my first suite from, you know, working in a salon and renting a booth to actually having my own space. In the photo of me holding the keys to my first suite, I have bright green nails. And I just felt like, dang, if that doesn't tell me that I'm in the right place at the right time, because I knew that that was the best decision that I ever made was going out on my own. And so it's hard having them, but they have kept me so straight compared to the wild child that I've always been, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's hard, but for me, I needed them. They saved me. So they balanced you. They, they did. They, they caused you the the motivation to continue to, to be better, to strive better for yourself yeah, in your I'll career. Yeah, I'll still whoop someone's ass though, but. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> definitely, yeah. <laughs> But yes, I, I definitely feel like I'm a better person because of them. So all of the hurdles and like the craziness of the lifestyle of having a business and having them. Mm -hmm. they're, they're always working. Yeah, I don't think I would have gone as far as I did in my career if it wasn't for them. Uh, you ask any barista and they all have a drink that they hate to make. They'll be the first to tell you the double macchiato with Tabasco shots, hold the cinnamon with little whip and hand churned uh, with grinds and gears. Uh, what is that equivalent to you? Is it a dye job, a prom hair, maybe a beard trim? What could possibly be the bane of your existence, professionally speaking? So, okay, well, I don't do men's cuts or anything like that. Really? So, I, yeah, um... Is the, that like a whole short other animal? Little hairs yeah. that you get from like clippering. Yeah. No. I'm I don't I don't do that. No. I, it's just it's I uh, I don't know. Clipper cuts are a completely different ballgame than when you have scissors in your hands and you can like you hold can it and then throw it where you want instead of it just ending up all over your entire body. Hmm. So I mean that I do not like doing men's cuts whatsoever, which is why I just don't do them. But I guess if it's like something that I would be doing, then I'm like why? No, wait, hold on. Before we even continue, you do have a fiance. Yes. Is that the one exception? I'm the most useless hairdresser to a man. Really? As far as, yeah, being He has to go to. somewhere else. Yeah. He has to find his own. Yeah. He has to get his own in-person consultation. I was in a, I think it was an extension class that I was in and they were all talking about like, oh my God, I hate cutting my husband's hair. And I was like, you guys are really nice because <laughs> I don't even own clippers. <laughs> If you were a masseuse, you would you would be like, I'm not ever touching your back. I don't care what's hurting for you. It's just like you're you're just saying no, absolutely not. This is insane. I'm like, do you want a haircut? 
Actually, you, like, yeah, do you want to look funny? Do you, you don't want me to do this to you. No, it's like, I haven't done it in. S- now, if you had a man bun or something, then maybe we'd start yeah, talking. I can trim your ends. Okay. That's okay. easy. All it's right, scissor, scissors. I mean, I know you can do short haircuts with, uh-huh. with shears and whatnot, Ooh. but yeah, I don't know. I think that I just like working on women primarily too. You know what I mean? And spending three hours with someone you can really get to know them versus like men are just like um i think i get a two over here and then like she does something up here but i don't know what it is and then i'm done kind and of I'm you're, like, you're speaking about me right now <laughs> like i don't know what you want what do you want from me <laughs> but uh but uh, when working with women what's like what's the worst what's the worst thing that they come in and say all right today we're going to be working on my prom hair or something. I don't. I, um, I couldn't imagine what I, it possibly. I is. guess like when they are like green and they're wanting to go like pink or vice versa, Ooh. like opposite of the color wheel. Mm. It's like, dude, come on. <laughs> Let's just find a corresponding color and make it easy. It's, my work is cut out for me once they want to do that. It's always doable, but then I just like really got to get my elbows into it and mm. whatnot. But most of the time, you know, my clients tell me when we're going to be doing changes like that. They don't mm. just like sit in here and they're like. Right today, right. we're uh, we're gonna be going. I from think that they know side. that I would be like, we're doing what? <laughs> what? What do you mean we're switching from green to pink? <laughs> All right. Well, this is David's last question here. Oh God, he always puts in a weird one. Um, <laughs> do you have any comment on Sweeney Todd, who has been out there soiling the reputation of beauticians for years? Are you familiar with who Sweeney Todd is? My yes, my client literally on Sat or on Friday just referenced uh, me as a Sweeney Todd, oh. and I just chuckled <laughs> it's it's <sighs> have you ever seen the film have you ever seen the musical and all have you ever I, even I heard of like a... tim burton is it it's tim burton yeah, i don't I like, think he yeah I, I think he went my daughter loves a nightmare before christmas and we'll watch that um during halloween but i'm not like a tim burton type of i don't like the i don't like creepy stuff yeah, anything once we get to uh to blood and, and everything else and and no. dark fantasies yes documentaries or disney movies for me right. we gotta we gotta I, I can't be having nightmares before i go to bed <laughs> <laughs> like seriously i my fiance i fell asleep on the couch the other night and uh he ended up watching like his resident evil show that's on right now and i think just like me sleeping and hearing it like i ended up having a nightmare that night Jeez. So it just solidified that I can not. Yeah, you have an influential mind prone right before going to bed, and we can't we can't affect. That. Yeah, I think I've seen like little snips of Sweeney Todd. Like I also have mad ADHD, so I really just can't sit there. It's like that's like the bane of my existence. Like, hey, do you want to go see a movie? No, I don't <laughs> want to sit somewhere for two hours. It's uh, it seems sad too, a and I just bit. like I'm not the type of person that likes to read or watch things. To, knowing like, have a good cry yeah knowing not, that you're gonna be I, I don't sad like to have a good cry um i don't like to cry i allow i allow myself four four times a year so yeah, i don't i don't watch things that make me sad i suppose all right i'm looking at a neon sign with uh with your initials and and your business uh thing so let's do it one more time what's uh what's a plug for everything where where can people find you online in person where where can people find you instagram kdn.artistry KDN the uh, the letters KDN the initials yes um, and then I'm not really a Facebooker um, right now but I do have my page on there as well same tag and then I don't think I'm on anything else oh my gloss genius is how you would book me but you'll find that through my Instagram my Facebook and if you ever just want to find uh, where she works and you don't and you need uh, directions just ask for the biggest salad and go in all of Phoenix <laughs> yes. and she's right next to it <laughs> most definitely yeah. yes. all right well thank you Kylie it's yes, been a pleasure thank you.
This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides, S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, Sides will step in to resolve it for you. Wait, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use Sides to settle this dispute. Because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. Popping back into the swing of things after that wonderful little interview. Let's go to a fun mini segment we always have to get to know each other just uh, just a little bit better as we, uh, as we can always learn a little bit more about one another. Get to know each other or test each other really on how well we should know each other already because we've Absolutely. known each other for some couple years now. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so it depends. It can always be something that we know the other one knows or something that the other one really should know, really should mm-hmm. know or be able to infer. Uh, this week, I went, you should know. Uh, this is pop quiz, right? Did we say that? It's pop quiz is our mini segment this week. Yes. Pop well, quiz. I figured that out already. So that means that we will be putting each other's skills to the test. And David, I'm going to be doing just that with a four answer question here. Let's go. Which of the following albums, David, was the first album I purchased with my own money? And I still have Mm. a CD of to this very day. Was it in alphabetical order uh, of the album's name? Was it Usher's Confessions? Was it Maroon 5's Songs About Jane? Was it Santana's Supernatural? Or John Cena's You Can't See Me? Which album? Did I buy with my own money and was the first one that I've ever bought? 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 Purchased bought. with my own money. Purchased, <laughs> yes. I know you've told me this before. I'm, I'm almost certain you've told me this before. I'm almost certain I have too. On the podcast even. And uh-huh. I am going to go with D, John Cena's You Can't See Me. I don't believe I said option D, but you know what? You are right. You picked the D, the correct D. It is indeed John <laughs> Cena's You Can't See Me. Now, the twi- tri- twist here and trick was I do indeed have all these CDs. I was an owner of all these CDs at one time and played all of them. However, John Cena is the proud owner of my $20, or I should say $19.99 as he got that from the first allowance that I ever got, $20 was saved and spent willingly to go pay for that man's privilege of hearing him rap. And I just, I would like to say that I can spot talent, David. That's what I'd like to say. Oh, of course. Okay, Philip. In what do I have my bachelor's degree? Acting, civil engineering, mechanical engineering, or chemical engineering? Oh, you son of a <laughs> uh, I knew I knew it wasn't acting and you just threw that as a mercy out but god damn you for the rest you knew I knew it would be engineering of some sort uh, okay give me you the, have give me the, a degree in acting you do you do I'm not yes of course you do but I, it wasn't um, wasn't the first one what, give me the last three options as I'm very clearly not going to use civil engineering mechanical engineering and chemical engineering I'm going to go with option C, mechanical engineering. I'm pretty sure I would have remembered chemical engineering had it been that one because I would have associated you more with Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. 
Mr. White. Yeah, I Mr. can't do that. White. I can't yeah. do that. But um, a friend of ours, Tim, definitely can. He definitely right. can. Yes, you're correct. C, mechanical engineering was the correct Ooh. answer. My my acting degree is not a bachelor's degree, so that's why that wouldn't have been correct. Uh, it had nothing to do with first or second whatever degree. It was just ah, okay. a bachelor's degree, which is mechanical engineering. So well done. You got, we, Hey, we both know each other well first enough time. to get the questions right this week. Good. Yes. First time we've ever good. both gotten pop quiz correct. Yay us I was that's going slaps. to say we should have had Jake add some sort of yeah, flair, some kind of like a, like a little uh, spice, like flamenco flair, yeah, or or a little tambourine. Sure, yeah, yeah. I need like just something, uh, yeah, something, something but, a little bit more Mediterranean. Uh, but that, <laughs> Jake's a busy man. I know that <laughs> he's uh, he's back on uh, America's Got Talent, I believe. Yes, now. he is. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go uh, check him out. Uh, been doing that for a couple years now all right so my that slaps this week i'm i'm uh on the theme of cocktails here and i'm gonna go with one of the most famous cocktails and one of the most famous songs about well it's not really about cocktails specifically but you know it kind of is sort of it's um it's called escape and it is by rupert holmes it's the the pina colada song if you like pina if you coladas. like coladas yeah yeah, that song. It slaps. Doesn't it not slap? It slaps. You know how much that song slaps? Any song can be determined by how well it slaps based on whether or not it could be sung by literally anybody in karaoke and people will sing along to it. No matter how good the singer is, no matter what it is, they will sing along to it. And that song, for certain, everybody hops on for If You Like Pina Coladas. So it's a great song. Definitely slaps, my friend. Definitely slaps. Uh, I went the other way. I themed my song around our interview today. And therefore, I thought, hmm, I have one of two ways to interpret a song about hair. I can either go with the Broadway musical, but which case, I don't have too many favorite songs from that particular show. So even though it's a good musical, enjoy it yourself. If you like seeing nude, hairy people, hmm. I will go with another version. I will go to Lady Gaga with the song labeled Hair. It is the most, oh, how would I put this? Just I, I, It is the most fun and bouncy and free song I've ever found in my life. I listened to it while getting my hair cut within a salon, and it's stuck with me ever since. It just felt like one of those meta pieces of art that found me at the exact right time. Hair by Lady Gaga. That slaps. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. But before we say goodbye for the no another week, we have a few thank yous that we want to dish out. So first of all, to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music that you have given to this show. We thank you and we love you. Thank you to Tara Amstutz, Josh Hans, and Ryan Ardell for their wonderful contributions to the show. Guys, we could not have done it without each and every one of you. Thank you so very much. And from the bottom of our heart, thank you. Y muchísimas gracias a ti, the listener. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at powwow underscore podcast. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We got a lot to say. We got some fun things to talk about. And you can find us anywhere that you find your favorite podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pan not Pandora, no, because <sighs> screw you, Pandora. 
It's John Cena from the top rope. He gets up. He puts both hands in the air. You cannot see him. He jumps. Oh, he misses on the mat. He is down. And who comes in for the pin? One, two, three. The bear. The bear is the victor. 